0: With your savings, there is another option. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy is limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to uh, the morning report. My name is Willie Lawson. This is morning report number 74. Seven, four. Wow um today we're going to talk about the state of the union address there really isn't anything oh yeah there's there's an impeachment vote that's come i mean that um that is supposed to take place today and what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to get to you when that happens Um but right now we're going to talk about the state of the union address and because it, it was it was a different sort of thing now that's you know when Barack Obama got elected. I, I kept telling people that, who were expecting this and that from uh, President Obama, that um, this was a different kind of cat. You know this this wasn't this wasn't the same kind of qu- politician dude that you were used to. Um, that um, stayed in the main road of what people what, what presidents have normally done, and this was a different kind of cat. You know, this was a beer summit, dude. It's like, hey, let's get together and have a beer. Okay, um, sometimes and sometimes President um, Obama shot off, shot from the hip, and um, there was a self inflicted wound. You know, when connected to the beer summit, I mean the the first phrase was that the police acted stupidly. Well, maybe they didn't. And 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 he said that without knowing all the facts. So you know, but this this is one of those um w- 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 those instances where what we saw last night you know what we should have been frankly prepared for eight years of, of, of President Obama should have prepared us for th- this is not business as usual anymore and you know what and the, and the last two presidents in the last two administrations are not what or simply not what a lot of you have been used to um it has been normally, um, I, frankly, really. Presidencies have come and gone, and 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 most of the the consternation or the hubbub were in the Washington crowd. Most of us were like, "Oh, that's the president," you know, plat applause, and and because we we were thinking that we had some some respect for the office. Whoever was in the office, whether we voted for them or not, that's not the case. It's simply not the case anymore. That's the thing. It's not the case anymore. That's not how we do it. Um, So, we're going to talk about the State of the Union address and um, how I think that went down. And it was. And I don't like F. Todd all that much, but basically, his comment on it was one of the most well produced. um, Sounded like a yes album. Um, Well produced um, State of the Union addresses in recent history is probably true. Um, if you didn't see it, um uh, I'm gonna go over some of the uh, some of the high points and um, talk to you about it and see what you think. Listen, we're um, take a little break. We'll be back with more uh, of the morning report right after these messages. <clears throat> you know, Citizens Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Morning Report. Our morning Report is a production of Fightback Media Radio Network. Um, <clears throat> sometimes you you'll hear me, and sometimes you'll hear my friend Paul Swanson. That's Paul Swanson on the Swanson Report, S-W-A-N-S-E-N. Um and um and it's actually in because it's sweet she tells me and I I have no reason not to believe him. <laughs> so any case. So again, fi- go to Duck Go and uh look up the Swanson report and find it, subscribe to it, um send him a f- send him a few bucks to keep this going, uh and, and to keep the Swanson report going. that would be very cool. Anyway, um the um State of the Union address. Uh, I, I think that a lot of the drama and the um, and the you know the, the tension was built around um, the impeachment, obviously. Um, Nancy Pelosi. How this works is that the Speaker of the House has to invite the President to the House of Representatives to deliver the State of the Union address. That's how it is. Uh, you know, as per the Constitution, you know that thing that some people say they care about when they've never read or come close to it or know anything about it. It's per the Constitution. So it was interesting that the same person, Nancy Pelosi, who was f- at first at first not really in favor of impeaching the president, uh, and in recent recent months has become. Um, the the spearhead in impeaching the president, and not only impeaching or, or censoring the president, but saying that the president should be removed from office, publicly publicly saying that the president should be removed from office. So there you go. Now, she didn't, now, now I, 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 I want to make this plain. What she didn't do, was she didn't say, um, these are some serious charges and we should look into them, and, um, we're going to, if they're, if they, and we're going to take those charges. And if the Senate believes that the president should be removed, removed from office, that's their job to make that decision. Our job is simply to bring charges and then they'll have the trial there and then we'll see. She didn't moderate her position. She said that. That, that, that she wanted this to be the last State of the Union address for Donald J. Trump. So, obviously there was some tension there. Um, you might have seen the clip where she's, and, and now this is a giphy now, which is just really, really funny, um, where the president actually hands in an envelope the speech that he's going to give to the Speaker of the House in an envelope, and she reaches out her hand And he just turns away. He just leaves her hanging. That's petty Trump, I guess. Um, Mike Pence didn't do that. Mike Pence, at the end of the evening, shook her hand. Um, He looked right. I mean, I I, I was looking. He kind of looked right by her when he was doing it. He didn't look her in the eye, smile. You know, well, thank you, Nancy. It's, it's, it's It's good to see you. It wasn't like that. He just shook her hand sort of perfunctorily sort of looked right past her like she wasn't there um, but this tension wasn't created by trump this tension was created by by nancy pelosi um jerry nadler and um and adam shift people like alc uh, al green um this 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 tension was built by folks who are in the house of representatives the democrats in the house of representatives That's who built this tension. When you decide that you are going to impeach a president and you time it right before the State of the Union address, this is the tension that you get. So um, there was a lot of talk beforehand and there was even talk around here in the Fight Back Media camp um, of what I was really hoping the president would do. I was hoping the president would be the bigger dude and rise above it. Um, stay, stay positive and not slip into this whole, and not mention the impeachment. Just sort of treat it like it was, like it didn't happen. Because today, on Wednesday, today, he is going to be acquitted. Now, the the left has already poisoned the water. Chuck Schumer has always already trying to poison the well that because they didn't call witnesses and they didn't subpoena documents that this um, acquittal doesn't mean anything well it, well it kind of it kind of does it 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 kind of does in the, in 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 the sense that you tried someone you brought charges and those charges didn't you know according to the people who were in charge of this. Didn't re- rise to the level of calling witnesses and and getting more evidence. You pre- you presented your case. There was a whole bunch of people who thought, nah, eh, nah, no reason to go on from here. Yeah, we got it. We heard what you said because they said it over and over and over and over again. And it's not really and 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 frankly, again back to this Constitution thing. It's not really the job of the Senate to. Get into deep, dark investigative work. That doesn't happen at trial. All that's pre-trial stuff, and that was the House's responsibility. And frankly, whether you support this president or not, I'm telling you, if you're mad about what's going to happen today, blame the House, blame Nancy Pelosi, blame Adam Schiff, blame um, Jerry Nadler, the, the the Schiff show, and the Nadler follies. Blame them. Because in their rush to get done before Christmas, they're the ones that didn't gather enough evidence. They're the ones that could have interviewed and could have called John Bolton, but didn't. They could have subpoenaed uh, John Bolton's book, but didn't. All the people they wanted to call in the Senate trial... They could have talked to, but they didn't. You got to wonder why, well, why didn't they talk to them when they could have, when they could have, when they could have, and under the rules, especially early when they were having these secret meetings, where they weren't allowing the president's team in to to, to cross-examine. They could have called all these people and pulled all this crap into the you know what into the um into the public record if they had chosen to, but they didn't and you have to you have to wonder aloud why didn't they don't you don't you have to wonder aloud why didn't they call these people when they could have so if you are someone who's listening to this who hates President Trump. Who thinks President Trump is a misogynistic, homophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, racist, and you want him out of office? That 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 you fall down, that you fell down to your knees in a primal scream when it was announced that he was now your president, he was now the president of the United States. If you're that person, then you've got to look at, then you've got to get on the phone and call Nancy Pelosi. I think the number is two zero two 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 five two five two five i think the number of the speaker of the house is i believe that's it um you gotta call her and go what the hell did you do how'd you jack it up you said you had you said you had the guy dead to rights you know call up um adam schiff who said that he had evidence on on russian collusion and that when the uh, Mueller report came out it was it it was all going to be over. It was going to be end of the president. Um, uh, th- this administration was going to be the end. I mean, he w- it was set, right? What what happened? You know, I'm on a personal note. <clears throat> there was the, the, there's a um, a gentleman here in, in in the state of Florida. His name is Doctor Marion Thorpe. Doctor Marion Thorpe used to be the Surgeon General uh, of the state of Florida and um I had him on on my program once or twice i think um when he was considering running for um governor or the Senate or something and um he is a um a a jeb bush a bush family supporter he is uh very very loyal to them and was posting on his facebook page that we we were seeing the end of the trump presidency and that we would see that. <clears throat> well, I didn't unfriend Dr. Thorpe. But I did unfollow him. Because, quite frankly, what most of us knew, and if you're being honest with yourself, <clears throat> that was nonsense. It was nonsense. It wasn't going, it was never going to happen. And and Nancy Pelosi, um, Adam Schiff, Jay Nettler. AOC, Al Green, um, and I will meet mean Al Green from from R&B fame. I mean, Al Green, Representative of Texas. Uh, Maxine Waters, they all knew it. Which is why some of them didn't show up last night to the State of the Union address. They just didn't go. and I don't think there's anything that says they have to go. Only four of the um, nine Supreme Court justices went. I think it was Elena Kagan and of course Gorsage and Kavanaugh and John Roberts um, went. So it's it's pretty amazing, you know, when we you see that that in four in, in three years that two Supreme Court justices were picked by this one guy. Wow. Wow. And there may be, and and frankly, I mean, I don't want to be the Grim Reaper here, but there may be a chance for at least one more. You know, RG, um, RBG, Does she, she says that she's not going anywhere as long as Donald Trump is in office. And maybe she won't. I, 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 I refuse to wish her. Any any, any any ill will or any harm. Um, frankly, I'm worried about it because she seems sick. And maybe um, maybe she should concentrate on, on 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 getting as well as she can for the rest of her life and enjoying her life. Um, but she, she can do it. But she's a grown woman. She can do whatever she wants to. Always has, and always will. Um, so I wish her the best, especially from her from a health standpoint. I won't agree with her own policy, just to be nice. But I do wish her well, because that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, anyway, uh, so this this tension that was built up was built up in the Democrats, and fortunately, I think, uh, I think the president hit one out of the park last night. Just crushed it owned the Save the Union Address. And like F. F. Todd said, that, yeah, it was well-produced. Using the guests that presidents use to push agendas, to illustrate, to humanize um, points. Very well done. Very well done for the entire speech. We're going to get to some particulars. Of that, in just a moment, we'll be back with more of The Morning Report right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired it's Flipboard yeah Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work life and play choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you twenty four seven when you see stories that you want to save or share just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections, it's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast and you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already well I've got something for both of us Debt.com Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money save your credit rating and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. Well, the president, owned well, again, welcome back to The Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a uh, production of Fightback Media Radio Network. We appreciate you being here. Uh, yeah, like I said, the president owned it, owned it, owned it. Um, it seemed like it was, it was tear-jerking moment, and then the give, and then they were there were giveaways, literally giveaways, giveaways. It was. It, at some point, it seemed like. But wait, there is more. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to hit a couple of other points that probably really stuck in the craw of of those who are in the media who are watching. Um, uh, a gentleman, a, a little boy. His name was is Liam, uh, and and Liam is the grandson of Brigadier General McGee. Now. Who is Brigadier General uh, McGee? Um, Brigadier General McGee is that if you watch the Super Bowl, and I know some of you have sworn off the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick and four other guys, and Roger Goodell sucks, and the NFL sucks, and millionaires suck. I know some of you have sworn off the NFL, so you didn't see it. And then you saw and then you heard about the pornographic halftime show. But let me tell you what happened during pregame. Um, Four... Um, f- four veterans who were all a hundred years old, um, matching the the length of the the, um, the history of the NFL, that celebrated that it's a hundredth season this season, um, came out to participate in the coin toss. One of them who was able to stand up and actually see the coin. The other other ones were seated. They were either brought on a cart or in a wheelchair. Um, this gentleman was brought out in a cart and stood while the coin toss was going on. His name was Brigadier General, Burger General uh, McGee. And he was and is a Tuskegee Airman. Yeah, it was, it was super cool. Sorry that you're mad at Colin Kaepernick and you missed it. It was super cool. Um, participated in the coin toss, um, we got to meet his great-great-grandson, or his great-grandson, um, last, last night at the State of the Union, who wants to go into space. He wants to fo- you know, follow in his great-grandfather's footsteps and go to the Air Force Academy and then go into space. He's an eighth grader. And um, we got to meet him and celebrate him a little bit, but that was the lead-in. Because yesterday afternoon, in the Oval Office, the president gave um, gave his great great grandfather his um, his stars to make him a brigadier general. So now and forever, is Brigadier General McGee, who was one of the Tuskegee Airmen. Um, so it was it was one of those moments where he is honoring memory, not not just honoring um, uh, General McGee, but honoring the memory of the Tuskegee Airmen and what they were able to do, and he mentioned how many, you know, what I think um, Brigadier General had something like three hundred nine uh, combat missions, combat flights, and um, you know, it, it was being able to honor the accomplishments of the Tuskegee Airmen. Right in the face of this this thing that he is this avowed white supremacist racist nonsense, right was able to do that, honored these people now that wasn't the end. There was another um family there, a little girl and her mom now I've said personally, and you those of you who've been listening to me as I, I said personally that. I've said here a bunch of times, and I've said on my other programs a bunch of times, that the key to winning um, the black vote is all wrapped up in school choice. It's all wrapped up in school choice. Because what the suburban mom and the urban mom want, that's the same. is the best educational experience for their kids they can possibly get. That's what... That's what Karen in the suburbs, and LaWanda, in you know in in in, in, in the housing development, they and I, okay, I'm just using some generic names. Don't get all offended. Just freaking relax, right? Um, but that's what they both want. They want the best educational experience for their kids that they can get. So this mom has has this really smart little girl, uh, fourth grader, I believe. And they live in Pennsylvania, and there are some opportunity scholarships that are available. But because of, of some laws that, that were recently passed, it puts them on it puts them on a waiting list for this scholarship with fifty thousand other families. So the president mentioned that, mentions this, and it's interesting. They sit down, you know. Everybody they stand up, and everybody claps and. And, and and Republicans stand up. Democrats don't stand up. But anyway, um, but that's neither here nor there. And everybody applauds, and they sit down. And the president says, "But wait, but wait, there's more." <laughs> he said that there and that he mentioned that they they they've arranged for a opportunity scholarship for this young lady for this little girl. That They have done, they they did their magic, and they made it happen for that family. Mother was touched. Republicans, uh, the the Republican senators and House representatives, of course, course, um, sprang to their feet. Huge applause moment. Tear-jerky moment. Well, for some, a lot of the Democrats were still seated at the time. Um, Made it happen. And I thought, wow, this dude is owning this, of say the Union address. Owning it. absolutely freaking owning it. And then, and then it happened. And then it happened. Talking about health care. And mentions that there's someone in the gallery that we all know. Yeah, yeah. We all know. Who had just been diagnosed with um, advanced lung cancer. And sure as shooting, sitting at the right hand of Melania Trump in the gallery. You know him, you love him, you can't live without him, is Rush Limbaugh. And he wishes wishes, um, Rush well in his battle with cancer. He's got, you know, you see Rush, he's in the the crowd. He's got both his cochlear implants going. Um, And, of course, there's this moment where all the Republicans leap to their feet um, on cue and clap and cheer Rush. Thumbs up, you know. uh, You know, we're behind you, Rush. All that, you you know, Godspeed. And then it dies down and he says, but wait, there's more. And he awards Rush Limbaugh the Medal of Freedom, which is the highest civilian award that any American can get. And Melania puts it on him, uh, puts the, um, the, 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 the medal on him, don't, so don't get weird, um, right there, at the State of the Union address. Now he could have done this anytime. He could have done this at the very in the very same uh hour that he gave um Brigadier General uh, that he promoted um uh, Brigadier General McGee. He could have done he could have done it at the same time. But he chose to do that there. And I said, this is a savage move. absolutely freaking savage. He is owning this And of course, Republicans cheer and give Rush a thumbs up. Democrats just sit, because we, because some of you have already seen some of the, um, some of the hate and vitriol, um, especially online, when Rush announced that he was, I mean, that he's going through this. Um, some people were happy. Now, I don't know what kind of terrible, awful disgusting human being you have to be to be happy to find out that somebody has lung cancer I just I don't understand who you are and, and you're happy because you disagree with them politically if you're that person if you take some joy in someone having lung cancer because simply because you disagree with them politically. Now, you don't know them personally. You don't know who the hell they are personally. You don't have any idea who that is. Then you've got issues. You remember when John McCain announced that he had brain cancer? I'm telling you, I had, I, and, and, and the sad part is that this is a culture in our country. I had to scold people and I had to distance myself from people who said that they were cheering for brain cancer. That's a crappy thing. God, almost people want to swear. It's a crappy thing to do. It's a crappy thing to say and to think. I wasn't, at that point, politically, I wasn't a fan of John McKay. I mean John McKay. John McCain Always a fan of John McCain. Uh, John McCain was the first Buccaneers coach. That dude was awesome. Um, he was you know, I don't know how great a coach he was, but he was certainly fun to have as a coach. But you know what? I you know dislike a lot of us voted for John McCain over Barack Obama, but um, the dude's got brain cancer. He's an old man and he's dying. Nothing joyous about that. Nothing. There, there, there is no political stance that you can take to make um, it okay to cheer for brain cancer. There's no political stance you can make. There's no sociological stance you can make for cheering for lung cancer over the health and wellness and life of a human being. You can't. That makes you a dirtbag. That makes you scum. It just does. It just does. And if Jack wants to do something on Twitter that matter, that matters, Um, any of those comments, any of those tweets that cheer um, what's happening in Rush Limbaugh, like he deserved it somehow, they need to be, by their own rules, deemed as uh, harassment, hate speech, and inappropriate and those people need to be banned from Twitter. Now this is this is going to happen, but it's just it's, it's crappy to do. It's a really crappy thing to do. But anyway, so 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 Rush is awarded um the uh the medal of the medal of freedom. And it's interesting because it did it looked like he didn't it looked like he didn't know. It really it really I don't know how good of maybe he's maybe Rush is a better actor than I I I, I guess, but He looked like he didn't know, so it was this huge moment for a lot of us who have listened to Rush Limbaugh for—I mean—for thirty years. Now I don't listen as much as I used to, um, because I used to have a job that was in—I was in my car a lot then. That was part of—I was my job. I was in my car a lot um, thirty years ago. On on a couple of jobs I had one I was a tech for uh, I was a, a technician. Uh, a computer tech and I traveled from school from school to school, working on labs. So I, I was in the car, in my, in my in my truck, a lot. So listening to Rush, going from place to place that time of day, I did a lot. And then I I, I did deliveries for a a music store, um, so I was in my car a lot then too. You know, thirty twenty five years ago, so I listened to a lot of Rush then. And when I started working in the school system, I was of course not in my car doing. Times to listen to Rush, so I, you know, didn't listen as much. But a, a lot of what Rush said 30 years ago, he's still saying now. So I appreciate the consistency of Rush, of Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I, I appreciate that he's sort of mowed down the jungle for a lot of us, for me uh, and Paul and people like Sean Hannity and people like Laura Ingram, Kevin Jackson, uh, whoever your Dennis, um, Dennis Miller, whoever your favorite uh, Mark Levin, whoever your favorite conservative radio talk show is—I mean, talk host—is—it was the spearhead was Rush Limbaugh. The spearhead was Rush Limbaugh. That's all there. I mean, there's, that's all there is to it. So, Rush, we here at uh, the Morning Report, Fightback Media. Wish you well. We pray for you and your family. Godspeed to you, uh, Rushbo Looking forward to hearing amazing news sooner than even you realize. Anyway, so that was kind of a poke in the eye to the Democrats assembled that he was going to give this this conservative radio talk show host the Medal of Freedom right there in the middle of the State of the Union address. Is that an appropriate time for that? Probably not. I have to to agree, probably not. But like I said, 37 minutes ago, Barack Obama was not a regular cat and neither is uh, Donald Trump. Not a regular dude, not really um, tied into the traditions and, the, and and the way that things are normally done. Neither one of neither one of those presidents are. well except for this two term thing, <laughs> but in, but in, in, in any case. So we get to I think I think I think this is the last one. Um, honoring a family because a, a lot of us sometimes we remember the person that, that's deployed, but sometimes we forget the family left behind. There's a there's a parent that has to do everything now while their loved one is in harm's way, you know, defending um, our country and our interests overseas. So he, he um, introduces this family, this woman and her, her little girl and a three-year-old little boy, who was exhausted. You can tell it was late. It was like ten thirty, you know, or ten forty five. And this little boy was just exhausted. Um, hard to get him to stand up. And he was standing up at the little railing until he was, his eyes were just oh it was just adorable. Um and um talks about them and and and, and their hard work. And then again, they go you know a huge applause moment. They go to sit down, and again, people have called him a carnival barker um, in a um, pejorative sense, but it was like he was saying, but wait, there's more. And yes, I saw it coming from the back of the gallery in his full dress was was a deployed husband coming home early to surprise his family. At the State of the Union Address. Huge moment. Huge moment. And I just said, this dude is freaking owning this State of the Union Address. Well produced. Huge, huge, huge applause moments that you just couldn't back out of. Even the Democrats in the white... um. White clothes, women, Democrat women had to stand. You just had to. Uh, Because what, what other kind of heartless bastard could you be to not appreciate this moment for this family? And the little boy who was exhausted was just, you know how little kids get just so wrapped up emotionally when they're that tired? Was just so excited. He was hopping up and down. He was crying. He was he was laughing he was uh you know he, you know his daddy picked him up and it was just oh Jesus it was he was just amazing and I thought scoreboard you can be you can be mad at donald Trump you can hate donald trump um but last night um the president owned the state of the union address o- freaking owned it owned it owned it owned it owned it you hear me owned it, owned it, crazy, and as he was, as he was closing up, there's Nancy Pelosi behind him, actually tearing up, tearing up, I don't know whether she thought that people could hear, like when I tear the paper tearing up the speech. What she might have been tearing up is the, the any, any chance for the Democrats to win in the House, in the Senate, and the White House. The president will be um, acquitted today. And he will come out on Twitter tonight in a blast that you thought it was bad before. And for some of us who grew up in certain neighborhoods and grew up in certain homes and that heard this phrase before now he's going to give you something to cry about. You thought you had something to cry about before, but now the president's going to give you something to cry about <sighs> it's gonna be Katie friggin bar the door and what and if you combine that with what's going on in Iowa um, in the past couple of days the um, the Democrat voting is not getting off to a strong enough start. That They are spittering and sputtering and spittering and sputtering at this point. Complicated stuff. <laughs> My favorite line when Trump comes out in 2016 to make his victory, you know, a victory speech. Sorry, I'm late. Complicated stuff. <laughs> I just thought that, you know, that sort of set the tone for the presidency. Um, But in any case, so they're they're, they're spittering and sputtering in Iowa. They've got problems. And and they will announce, I I guess sometime today, they will probably announce who won the Iowa caucuses. Um, Pete Buttigieg has um, claimed victory. But hell, yesterday, everybody claimed victory. Amy Klobuchar did a victory speech. Uh, Elizabeth Warren did a victory speech. Uh, Bernie Sanders, this was like an Oprah thing you get a victory speech, you get a victory speech, you get a victory speech, right? It's the socialist way. Everybody gets a trophy. (laughs) But we'll see how that works out today too. But but, but with them getting such a, a rocky start, it just seems like at this point, there's going to be a lot more consternation in the Democrat Party than what you saw last night president trump will you know this it seems to me that that he's going to win re-election and it seems to me at this point not only will he win re-election he will not only win the electoral college he might win the popular vote as well it's going to be crazy it's going to be crazy four more years of trump that's how it's going to be in any case Thank you ever so much for, for coming to the Morning Report, Morning Report number 74. My name is Willie Lawson. My other host is Paul Swanson of the Swanson Report, uh, S-W-A-N-S-E-N. Look, at, look it up on DuckDuckGo. Uh, subscribe and uh, go to our, our Facebook page, uh, the Morning Report, and um, like it. Comment. Paul is, is posting there. And it's funny because I have set it up. When he posts, has my picture, which is really, really funny. Um, but check it out. We appreciate you. we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.
0: information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.